You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users. Welcome to another episode of Echo Station Podcast. I'm Ian, and I am joined by a very special uh, co-host. She is taking over for the day because Chris is sick right now. Uh, You know her from the uh, Screen Heroes Podcast. You know her as my co-host of Costume Couture, still on YouTube. You can watch that. Mm-hmm. And overall, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Miss Ray. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you, my dear? Well, I I'm definitely nervous to talk Star Wars with you because you're such an expert. So, please hold my hand well, and walk me through this. <laughs> I mean, so there's these things called lightsabers, and they go zoom, <laughs> and they go. Bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> And they cut things. Those are the pretty mostly body sword parts, things, right? The pretty uh, yeah. sword things. <laughs> yes, they're all magical and shiny. I love that. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, Chris is out sick. Uh, she has been quarantined to her room, so we wish her all the best and recovery for that. But I'm like, well, who the hell else can I get to, you know, get this on here? And I'm like. I'll just get Ray. She'll come on. She'll do this for me. Yep, it's very true. Yeah. So today, our topic of discussion is our top five actors we would like to see in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You did something a little different, though. You picked, what, two actors and then three characters you want to see adapted? Uh, I did pick actors for everything, but I the way that I did it was I picked two actors that I just really want to see in the Star Wars universe. I really don't care who they play. And then I picked three characters I want to see adapted and actors for them so okay so uh ray went above and beyond apparently so fuck me and my chicken strips i didn't i didn't go above and beyond i just don't know the world as well as you do so i wanted to sound the first guest she's she's the first time on here and she's like nah fuck you i'm gonna do better than the regular host no that's not (laughs) i just leave like yeah just i'm gone goodbye No, I, I appreciate that because I can put input on that because yeah, I, yeah. I, I have maybe one actor who I have in mind for, for a character, but we will uh, get to that in a moment. Okay. Um, Star Wars news-wise, not a whole, excuse me, I had a Sprite, so I'm very burpy. Sorry. <laughs> it's that good McDonald's Sprite too, so it's, you know, crispy. Yeah, yeah. It's they, crisp. They mess with the syrup levels and so everything's really well, sweet. And I'm fine. Give me diabetes early. What do mm-hmm. I care? Um, so Star Wars news-wise, we have learned that we're getting a new VR game. Uh, yeah. And we learned that it's going to be uh, one of the gangs from The Force Awakens is going to be kind of the center of it. Led by a... Uh, I believe it's a corn is the alien species and okay. that uh, species is voiced by Deborah Wilson huh. who we have had kind of on the show ish. Yeah. Uh, we got to ask her a few questions about her character Sir Junda on uh, the game that she did for Star Wars uh, 
Jedi Fallen Order. So uh, check that out too, by the way. And also she's going to be in this. So, you know, more Star Wars for her is always good because I like listening to her voice. She has really good voices. She voiced the nun. Didn't know that. No, me neither. She did like the really creepy demonic voices for it. Now I'm like, ooh, that's terrifying. (laughs) Um, And really the big Star Wars news that has hit and it's taken a while for us to talk about this because we were waiting for a statement to come out. We were waiting for, you know, an apology of some sort, something in the past like three and a half weeks and nothing has happened. And that is uh, that Ray Park has uh, posted his penis on Instagram. Allegedly his penis. We don't know if it is actually his penis, but a penis was posted on Instagram. I like saw a small statement. Let's discuss. Saw a small statement from his child saying that this was revenge porn on his wife, his ex-wife, one of those, and or the kid's mom, and uh, it, it was totally done on purpose. It wasn't like an a slip of the the thumb on on the good old cell phone like we've all done once or twice. But uh-huh. I and mean, then I also read that that statement is now like completely false. So it's oh, like, I don't. What the hell? Yeah, I read that, you know, someone, uh, I can't remember if it was falsified or not, but saying, don't listen to my child's statements about this. This isn't right. You know, it, it's so um, right now it's a whole lot of just up in the air. What the hell? That's upsetting. Like, I just, I want something solid. Is Disney really going to cut all ties with Ray Park right after they, you know, hinted at a Darth Maul show? Or, oh, I would for sure think they will. I, I probably would, Yeah, too. no, I think they will. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's the thing. My cat thinks so, too, yes. <laughs> um, so I don't... Uh, yeah. Anyone can play Darth Maul. Yeah, I here's, agree. Here's We've seen really great cosplayers look identical to Ray Park before. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, Ray Park originated the role. Yeah, that's totally true. That's not, you know, I'm not discrediting that at all or his martial arts skills or anything sure. like that. But you can slap makeup off anyone and then just dub over Sam Witwer's voice like they did for Solo and you have Darth Maul. Absolutely. Like, it's not, you know, it's, it's you know, I mean, yes, fans, you know, want Ray Park to be Darth Maul, but also fans don't want to see uh, Ray Park's wife giving a blowjob on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I, especially the way it happened, it's just not really cool, you know? Yeah, and it was up for, I want to say, at least an hour, and it, when I saw it, it had around 30,000 views. Oof. And you know that shit was downloaded. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know it was screen captured. You know, I mean, it's on Pornhub right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, how many articles have you read where it says, this now deleted tweet, here, we have photos. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. This now deleted tweet. But yeah. wait, we have receipts. Uh-huh. Things it, don't it, have to be up very long for them to get out. Oh, God, no. Uh, no, 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 no. So... I mean, I yeah. and I, I feel more bad for, like, the young fans that follow Ray Park. Like, you just subjugated them to looking at porn, basically. 
Pretty much. It's a tough lesson to learn that your heroes are douchebags. Not always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I learned that the hard way when I went to my first ever San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And did I tell you the story that I, how I, when I met Bruce Tim? No. Okay, so oh side little side story. Uh, Bruce Tim, the co-creator of Harley Quinn, designer for a bunch of the Batman animated series looks, an icon in DC uh, fandom and history. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, was ecstatic to be at San Diego Comic-Con just in general and found out he was there. And I was like very, very nervous. I was dressed as my male Harley, one of my very first designs of it. And that was before I knew how to powder. That was before how I knew <laughs> anything. So it was just a mess express, but I still okay. worked the hell out of it. I believe you. So I go to his booth and I'm just like, you know, very nervous because I don't have anything for him to sign. And I don't really know how the procedure goes for artists like that. Like, I don't know if they have eight by tens that they sign. I don't know if they, you know, obviously commissions are full. So, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, you know, I want to come over. I just said, you know, hello. I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for creating my favorite character with Paul Dini. Uh, you know, it really means a lot to me. And he goes, do you have anything for me to sign? I'm like, oh, uh, well, no. And he goes, okay. And Aww. that was it. I was heartbroken. That sucks. Now, he is a smoker, and apparently he hadn't had a smoke break for a while, so maybe uh-huh. he was just jonesing and, you know, whatnot. But still, like, I was just wrecked when I yeah. first met him. Like, just utterly just gutted. I'm like, oh. I can't cry because I can't reapply my black makeup right now. I can't cry right no. now. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't. We can't do that right now and so I went and I had I think like two margaritas and I was fine but still yeah that's uh, fair. yeah so meeting your idols isn't always sometimes the best thing and like I said I do feel really bad for like this the you know kids who follow him on Instagram and then they saw that for because you know some of them did oh, and yeah. you know they're like mommy what's this that's a penis yep and we like I said we don't know if it was him there's rumors that uh, his wife was cheating on him with Daniel Logan, who played young Boba Fett. Uh, so we don't know if that's young Boba's penis. I don't know. It's such but a there weird was a penis. situation. It is. And uh, that's why, like I said, I didn't want to comment on it right away because I wanted to wait for a statement to come out, like an official thing, so we could talk about it. But since nothing has come out, yeah, I don't know if that's really good or not. Yeah, I agree with that. I... I think that since nobody has gotten to the bottom of this, we're just never going to know. And it's just going to be kind of up in the air. I bet you full-blown money now that he will not be back at any kind of Star Wars celebration for a while, if ever. I agree with that, 100%. If if Disney's going to make a decision to drop him, then they're not going to have him represent them. Yeah, so if you have any Ray Park autographs, keep them close because they might be worth something soon maybe i don't know uh but yeah so that star wars news that's basically it and like i said we wanted to wait a little bit to you know let the dust clear but clearly it's still just a big dust cloud of confusion so right we're just gonna leave it at that you know yeah um but i don't that's 
you know, the whole thing is just really messed up. Yeah. And I didn't really expect that from him. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do, sir. Like, you haven't really had a really acting gig for, like, a while, but, like, that's not how you draw attention to yourself. Oh, I completely agree with that. That's not, that's not what we do. No. Uh, but so stay tuned guys. Uh, we're gonna take a quick little break and then when we come back, we're going to be talking our top five, uh, actors who we want to see in a galaxy far, far away. So stay tuned. And we're back, we're back, 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 back again, back, back, back. Wasn't that an informative commercial or ad? I think it was smiley face. Super good. Super good commercial. You did a great job. Watch it be like a commercial for like, you know, tampons or something. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, that's informative. Yes. Uh, So our topic today, like I said, is talking about our top five Star Wars or top top five actors we want to see uh, in Star Wars in some capacity. Yes. Uh, uh, Ray, do you want to kick things off for me? Okay. So I love this actor. I want him to be in almost absolutely everything, not like everything, everything, but most of the stuff that I see. I want Michael B. Jordan to play a Mandalorian. Okay. I think he has a fantastic voice. So if he goes with the whole never take off your helmet thing, he could still emote pretty well through the helmet but if he doesn't and he rebels and we still get to see his beautiful face then i'm good with that too you know i really like honest to god five or six years ago i wanted him to be uh a newer version of boba fett because i just felt like he would be yeah he would make boba fett cool because in my opinion like nothing from the movies is cool about Boba Fett besides his That's armor. very fair. That's very fair. Uh, the, the Legends and the EU made him totally cool. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But everything else was just total shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it doesn't give him a fair shake. And then I got completely, like, steamrolled by a bunch of men going, you know, Boba Fett is a clone. You can't have somebody else play him. And I was like, all right could he play a Mandalorian? And they were like, maybe. (laughs) Those are Star Wars fans for you. I'm so sorry. My stupid woman brain thought for one second somebody else could wear a suit. How dare you have an opinion and a thought? What is wrong with you? I know. Especially in this community, you are banished. I was pretty quickly. Yeah, that's for sure. oh boy god he's so good he goes from comedy to drama and he can just flip so easily it's pretty Mm -hmm. impressive and i would just love to see him continue to tackle the nerd community especially since how big of a nerd he is outside oh yeah he's a huge nerd he is he loves naruto for god's sakes like what a weeb it's so cute he's a weeaboo he is oh boy well, in continuing with the uh, Marvel fashion, oh, I have uh, picked Denai Guerrera. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she is absolutely beautiful, and she can. We've seen her use, you know, her staff as a koye before. Clearly, um, so I would love to see her as just like really badass, like Sith. Yeah. 
just a full dark side user, just just consumed by pure hatred, non-redeemable. I want her to be like a Sith. You know, she would be a really cool actress for Darth Talon. She would be if Darth Talon becomes canon again. Yes. Right, exactly. Because, you know, Darth Talon is one of those that's highly sexualized and just really used for eye candy. And Denai Guerrero is absolutely gorgeous, but she's so much more than just eye candy. Oh, yeah. She can kick ass like mm-hmm. no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love her. I think that she would be great in that role. I mean, I think she'd also be great as a night sister. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, leader of a clan of some kind. I think either or would do well, but I want her rooted in, like, dark side energy, dark side magic, something along those lines. I don't want her, like, in the rebellion. <laughs> yeah, I I think, she, like, she plays good guys. Akoya yeah, and I feel like good. playing an evil character would, you know, do something different for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I, I really want her to be in a Star Wars movie, so... Well, I love the twist of her being a villain, especially since we've seen her do Okoye and Michonne so far. Yes, and Michonne, you know, she's considered a hero, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. she was. She's not, like, in the gray area. That's because I'm not a huge fan of Walking Dead, so I'm not quite... Everybody on The Walking Dead is in a gray area. Like, they've all okay. committed uh, horrible acts in the name of survival. But for oh, the yeah. most part, she is considered one of the good guys. Okay, good to know. Yep. All right, so who's your number two? Okay, so this one is a really deep cut that I feel like as a musical lover and a Star Wars lover, you are going to appreciate. Oh, no. So they're doing the Kenobi show, right? Right? The what show? The Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi show, yeah. Oh. I don't know what they're calling it. I thought you said Colby, and I was like, no no what no no just for one episode okay i want them to bring in nicole kidman as satine yes yes this is why because of moulin rouge because the character was created because of her in moulin rouge and having ewan mcgregor just reunite i don't want them to get together because they've already wrapped up that storyline yeah and she's dead right exactly so this could be like a flashback this could be um a memory or a dream or something like and i don't want her to be a huge part of the show because i don't think that really does a lot of good for his character right i thought it would be a really cute nod to people who have been following you in mcgregor's career for so long a cute nod for you. You don't think so? I well, here's the thing. I hate Nicole Kidman. Why? She's not bad. I don't like her. I just, uh, I think she's too full of herself, and I just don't like her. But okay, okay, that's, that's Hollywood, basically. <laughs> but I do like the fact that she would be cast as Satine. I do like that. Okay. Because okay. I'd either pick her as Satine or uh, Charlize Theron. Yes. But it, my thing is, Charlize Theron is just objectively a much better actress, and I'd want her to be in a bigger role. That's fair. Yeah, give Nicole Kidman the, the scraps. Right, yeah. Like, give her the, the one-off cameo. Like, she's not yeah. in Aquaman for very long, so... That is true. Why not? Okay. 
I will I will accept you, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and I, I will just want to see live action Satine. Well, I will accept I that, but I will raise you Ooh. a Jamie Lee Curtis. At, okay, okay, explain. Not a Satine, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I adore Jamie Lee Curtis. She was one of the first actresses I ever saw photographed without makeup or hair done or without shopped any body parts. So mm-hmm. I have a huge amount of respect for her. So by the way, all my list, they're they're all uh females except for one. A minus three dudes, two women. Uh, that sounds like a fun fun video. I mean, they're all pretty attractive, so it could so, be a yes. fun time. Uh, so Jamie Lee Curtis for me, I think one is a phenomenal actress, and mm-hmm. two, I would like to see her in some kind of uh, political role. Okay. Some kind of politician, whether it be a senator or uh, you know, queen of some kind, or you know, something with policy and political because she has that that stoicness she has that presence on screen that if she you know gives an order or you know you know creates a law you're gonna listen to her mm-hmm. you're not gonna argue you're gonna be like yes ma'am yeah absolutely right she's very commanding yes and you know there's not a whole lot of parts in hollywood for women over a certain age that's very true uh you know carrie fisher (laughs) was on she was doing i think an interview for force awakens and she goes there's someone asked her you know was it hard for you to return to was it hard for you to come back and she goes well there's not a lot of parts of for you know women in hollywood over 50 and then we can also say 60 so you know it's very true Mm -hmm. uh there's not a lot of like good media roles for him like if you look at some of the actresses who 20, 30 years ago were getting a very interesting dynamic role, such as Diane Keaton. She's now doing Mm -hmm. direct-to-VOD rom-coms or like constantly playing the weird stressed-out mom. And Yeah, and that's very, it's, you know, one or the other. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no in-between. Right. And I feel like if you're not Helen Mirren, if you're not Judy Dench, if you're not Meryl Streep, you don't get juicy, meaty, important roles. No. And that's why I want to see her, you know, in Star Wars. Plus, I mean, seeing her, you know, be a senator at one point and then, you know, blasting some guy in the back with a blaster. That's really cool to me. That would be amazing. Yeah. And she can hold her own, too. So. Right. I agree. And I think Star Wars can help cultivate a more open environment for women over the age of, let's say, 45, 50. You know, they they brought on Laura Dern for mm-hmm. um, the, the Last Jedi. And I think I have a lot of problems with the, the sequel trilogy, but in the end, I think killing off Holdo is probably one of the bigger mistakes yeah i i wish they would have continued her character some way Mm -hmm. and you know if carrie wouldn't have passed away i wonder if they would have changed something or not maybe 
like retconned, you know, her getting an escape pod at the last minute or something. I don't know, but. Well, if she would have had that same sacrifice, because let's face it, that was a cool move. If she oh, would have yeah. done that in uh, the third movie, then mm-hmm. it would have had a bit more impact. But because we had just met the character, it wasn't the same. Yeah, I don't necessarily like movies when they do that. They you meet a character in the very first movie and then they're gone by right. like, you know, the end of it. It's like, but I like that character. Yeah, me too. C- come come back. I want more of it. <laughs> so who was your third? Okay. Uh, so I really enjoy Admiral Thrawn. I, I like mm-hmm. him in the cartoon because he's just, he's so much different than the other empire goons that we've seen like he's different from Hux he's different from Krennic and I want to see Alexander Skarsgård play him Ooh, okay oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah I can very much see that sweet I picked Uh, up one this time you're excited (laughs) you're not like explain (laughs) I like Thrawn as well because he's very calculating he's very you know, he kind of reminds me of Voldemort in the sense that he never raises his voice. Mm-hmm. Voldemort, like, never raises his voice, and that's what made him super terrifying. Same thing with Thrawn. Thrawn's very calculating, and if he's, like, super quiet, you know you done fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's a smart tactician, too. Like, yes. you know, Hux was kind of whiny at certain times and a little bit shaking in his boots, and Krennic, you know, as Rogue One went on, he got more and more desperate. So, like, Thrawn is cool 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. He never loses cool. Mm -hmm. He never, you know, he studies, you know, the rebel battle plans. He studies, you know, their ships. He studies the the dossiers of all the crew members on, you know, it's he's he does more work than I think the actual like goons do. Yeah. You know, there is I'm calling back to one of the episodes where I think one of the Imperial he's like on a Star Destroyer and he foolishly is like, no, I can chase them. And right. he ends up crashing into like one of the other Star Destroyers. It was like a prototype of something, I believe. And Thrawn's like, he made a very, you know, grave error. And just walks away and you're just like, oh, someone's going to get <laughs> bitch slapped real quick. Right? Like he's still incredibly scary. And it's so great. Will you have Alexander Skarsgård take off his shirt? I don't see... Why not? Because cool. let's face it, anytime somebody is an odd color or they have odd uh, stripes or spots or something, mm-hmm. my first perverted thing is, I wonder what else is that color or that thing? Yep. Like, are you like that all the way down, buddy? <laughs> is yeah. it? Does the carpet match the drapes? Uh-huh. What are we, what's going on here? Uh-huh. Yeah guy girl does not matter i want to see it so <laughs> yep uh and i love him from true blood that's why i first oh, was yeah. like really introduced you know to him as he played eric northman the hottest uh vampire in louisiana and exactly but, who suki should have ended up with like, yes right uh but i he's a phenomenal actor he's gonna be in the new godzilla movie coming out godzilla versus kong Yes. So I can't wait for that. Uh, I don't think he gets near enough recognition. He has his brother, 
or no, his father, excuse me, is Peter Skarsgård, mm. right? And he's yeah. in the Thor movies and the Marvel movies. He's also in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He plays Bootstrap Bill. Oh, was like, that him? Yeah. And oh! he, he's oh. in the Mamma Mia movies. Like, that dude We don't care about those. No, no, we don't. And then, you know, his little brother is Pennywise. Yes. Like, there's a, it, the whole family is talented, so fuck them. Yeah, there's like five beautiful Danish men, Scandinavian yeah. men on board. It, like, they are beautiful Swedish Vikings, and I will have my way with them. <laughs> whenever I, I will watch. But whenever I play the new uh, Assassin's Creed movie, or the game that's coming out, it's, you know, set during those times with the Vikings. I'm just like, any one of these could be Alexander Skarsgård. So my number, this was four, right? Three. That was my so, third one. So then I'm on four. No, because no, I, I went first. No, I did three though, didn't I? No, you've only done Denai Guerrera and Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, I can count. Jesus Christ. You got something else in that sprite there, buddy? Uh, yeah. Uh, so number three, uh, I don't care what role he plays. Uh, it's one of those. Yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It can be anything. Uh, but Ian McKellen. Okay. Um, being that he is an old white British man, I would assume Imperial, but... Right. Uh, no, he could be a droid. He could be a hologram. He could be a little R2 unit. I don't give a damn. I like the idea of him being a droid. Like, have him be... Like a K2SO or yeah. a C3PO. Well here's, well, here's the great thing, too. You know, you can have someone else in the suit, and he's, you know, in his 80s, so he's getting up there. Put him in a booth, record lines, you're done. Exactly. I mean, that's what he did for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So, not a huge, huge thing. I mean, he, he is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love him. And, and you know, I... <sighs> Or like a ship navigation. I don't know, like a sassy ship navigation system. That'd be really funny to see him as. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but so yeah, Sir Ian McKellen, put him in a role. I don't really care what role, but as long as it is a role. I, I'm with you on that. I almost put Ian McKellen on my list too, because I feel like between... X-Men, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars is the last frontier for him. Pardon the, it is. the Trek thing there. But yeah, I think he should do it. I agree. So anyone from Lucasfilm who's listening to our Rinky Dink podcast, please send our suggestions to casting. Thank you. Yeah, hire that man. What are you yeah. doing? Please CC casting and then uh, uh, CC myself. <laughs> Thank you very Perfect. much. Okay. Perfect. So now who's your number three, four, whatever number we're uh, on. God damn it. Number four. Okay. Here so I wanted to pick this one for you. This is in honor of you. Cause I know how much you love this character. Mm. Um, I, and you know, I just want to see her on screen. I want to see Eva Green play Asajj Ventress. <laughs> I want the shaved head. I want the weird makeup. I want the badass attitude from start to finish. And I think she would be so perfect for it. Oh, she would be unbelievably perfect. She would be great. I I love Eva Green. I think that she could 
I mean, she could play a Neanderthal for like her and she'd be great <laughs> at it. I don't care. Uh, no, she's fantastic. Uh, she'd be a great, great, great pick for Ventress. Thank you. Uh, you know, or just another like night sister in general, but Ventress mm-hmm. definitely. Um, another funny that you bring up Ventress. Um, another person that the fans have cast as Ventress. They actually have cast Eva Green. Oh wow! Uh, cool. And they also have cast. Um, uh, did you ever watch? Oh, what was that? It was Emerald City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Wicked Witch of the East. Oh, Florence Kasumba? Yes, who's also in uh, Black Panther as well. She is. Yeah, that would be really cool. I, I like Florence I think a she lot. would make a great Ventress and a great Night Sister. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, but yours is really good. Oh, um, okay, so my next one mm-hmm. is someone who you and I both love. Let's do this. Who needs to be in a lot more. Uh, and that would be uh, Gal Gadot. Oh, yes. I love her so much. Uh, she, I can see her as a rebel fighter. Mm-hmm. Without question. I, I love that. She's, you know, rallying the troops. She is, you know, giving hope to those who have none. She's like a Wonder Woman with a lightsaber. Oh, yes. That would be so Maybe. great. I think really she's great. Cool to see her play like a rebel pilot too, something that's not uh, sword based mm-hmm. and just kind of distance herself from Wonder Woman. But we also don't see a lot of female pilots uh, just in comparison. No. And uh, I-, I personally think that some of the non-force users on the rebels is w- more interesting than I agree. Force users. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Um, I can see her piloting like her own badass ship. She, I can kind of see her being like a live action character of um her character she played in Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that would be cool. Um, Shank. So yeah, but uh, she'd be great as a rebel pilot, a rebel spy, even like an imperial turncoat. Uh, I think she'd be just great and. I can totally see her also, you know, just being, you know, fun in a shootout and just killing a bunch of people, too. I can also see her as a mercenary, too. Uh, absolutely. Give her a blaster. Give her a uh, lightsaber. It's not going to matter. She's going to be fantastic. So I'm just going to jump into my last one so we can get this done. Um, yes, please. Okay. This one might be a bit controversial just because... I know fans have been clamoring for it for years, and I want to see Darth Plagueis in a in a movie as well. So, I really want to see Chiwetel Ejiofor play him because he is so incredible. He has such a magnificent screen presence. He can do the subtle scary or the intense angry scary. Um, It would be cool to see a lot of these older characters like Palpatine and Count Dooku at their younger uh, stages. Mm -hmm. So I know Plagueis is depicted as this like pale white, like almost albino kind of man in, in the books and comics and stuff. He's a mun, yeah. He's like, he's an alien. So they could definitely do a motion capture for it. You're right. Like they could do something what Andy Serkis did with. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. They could totally do that. I, 
I don't want to like piss off fans, but I just want someone powerful behind Plagueis. And- no, that's definitely a good choice. Thank There's nothing you. wrong with that. Um, okay, so real quick, mine before my internet yeah. cuts out again. Like I said, so sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so my last person is uh, Journey Smollier. Okay. Uh, you know, for those who don't know that name, she played uh, Black Canary in the Birds of Prey movie, and she's currently on the HBO show uh, Lovecraft Country, which I highly recommend. It is very, very good. Um, I totally can see her as a Force user. That would be so great. I can see her, maybe maybe not a Jedi necessarily, but just definitely a Force user of some kind. Uh, you know... I guess, you know, lost in her ways, you know, trying to find who she is, mm-hmm. discovering she can move things with her mind. Uh, I I really, really am enjoying seeing her, I guess, you know, her acting more and, you know, her rising to more roles. So definitely seeing her in a Star Wars role would be the best thing I think ever. Oh, I love And she's idea. a great actress. Absolutely. She's been acting since she was a small kid. Yes, and people are now just noticing her because I think, you know, Birds of Prey took off and a few other things, but definitely, you know, people really knew who she was because I think of Birds of Prey. I agree. In my opinion, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does it. We have talked about our our top five actors we want to see in the Star Wars universe. Um, real quick, where, what what things do you have to plug? I don't have a lot to plug, to be completely honest. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Siren Ray. But, you know, I am eight months pregnant, so I, I've got nothing going on. You're cooking a baby. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I have no projects or Oh well, No, but uh, what other podcasts are you on? That's fair. So I am on Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. You can watch mm-hmm. us live every Tuesday on uh, Facebook Live, or you can listen wherever you listen to your podcast every Thursday. And then I just started doing the Red Shirts and Runabouts uh, podcast, talking about the new Lower Deck show, and that comes out on Friday. So you can check those out. And what's Red Shirts and Runabouts about? We, you can talk about it here. It's okay. Oh, oh yeah. It, it's about Star Trek. It's that thing that, like, you know influenced star wars but then was also influenced by star wars and it's just very cyclical so yes jj <laughs> abrams ruined them both oh oh <laughs> well 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 <laughs> disclaimer the views and opinions of our guests <laughs> do not reflect those of Echo Station podcast. Oh, come on. Into uh, Darkness and Rise of Skywalker are probably equally bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at House of Turner Cosplay. Same thing for Facebook. Obviously, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Echo Station Cast. Um, and don't forget, guys, leave us a review on iTunes because then we will shout you out on a future episode. You can find us uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. You know, like us, download us, share us, tweet us, do whatever. 
Uh, but until next time, guys, may the force be with you. And also with you.